She's got daddy issues. Welcome back. Hey. Did you guys miss us? <laughs> I didn't. I missed us. Do I sound weird? We always do sound weird, bro. This is the most unprofessional, professional podcast you ever heard. Um, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's all. This is how you know it's, we're back in true form. We have the uh, all the issues. Yeah, so um, we're back because uh, I watched a movie and I told everyone about it and I wouldn't shut up about it until they saw it. And uh, so here we are. So here we are. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk about it. So if you haven't seen the movie, which is called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, uh, pause this. Imagine I fucked that up. <laughs> oh, yeah, real quick, just to uh, let everybody know if. People that are are regular listeners of ours um, think Chris sounds kind of weird. It's because it's not Chris. <laughs> it's the other girl. Uh, Chris hasn't seen the movie. so Chris has not seen the movie. Yeah. We assume. He oh, might have. He might have. We should communicate better. 2022 resolution. Communicate with your friends. You're making a resolution in April? Hey, it's never too late. In like the middle of April? It's never too late. Wasn't it just Lunar New Year? You're right. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. There you go. So basically, we decided to come back because I have thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts about this movie, and um, I wanted to talk about it and sound like I care about movies because it's been a while since I've sounded like I cared about movies. So first, I feel like we should just get, like, everyone's, like, feedback on it. Like, what did you guys think about it? I liked it. (laughs) (laughs) that's it that's it the podcast is over that's it yeah uh yeah i thought it was a good movie um i definitely want to watch it again i think uh it's something you should watch more than twice to really get it at least twice yeah it it definitely warrants a second viewing because um there's things in it that after you see it and then you watch it back again you sort of it makes more of an impact the -hmm. second time around yeah yeah, I was just going to say, I loved it. Um, I liked how chaotic it was. But at the same time, like, after it finished, you're like, that was very well put together at the same time. Yeah. yeah. It's it's well balanced. Like, it's equal parts just insane weird shit mm-hmm. and, like, heartfelt moments. Yeah. And it never felt um, kitschy, like, corny. Mm, yeah. I, I think that has to do with the style of the Daniels. Um, they're out there. I never watched their first, I think that was their first feature, uh, Swiss Army Man. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing the trailer and clips of it that you had showed me, and that was, that, that was weird. I think they toned it down for this one a little bit. I mean, there was a dildo fight in this one i know so. but like it didn't seem as crazy as like i don't know if anyone's that seen swiss army man that movie looks ridiculous yeah yeah but shout out to the daniels i mean i guess they're pushing shit forward in a way that creativity wise like yeah. you would normally wouldn't see shit like this you know a regular feature ever since i watched this movie i went back and watched their old interviews so id does this director spotlight on YouTube, so they had like Hiro Murai, they had a bunch of um, music video directors or like just video creators, 
And um, I watched the Daniels episode, and I like how transparent they are in their thought process because for the most part they sort of just play it off as casually like they would have a scene or like a in a music video where like this dude's humming a tv and um it's from that music video turned down for what oh yeah, 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 yeah and it says asian dude that's like humming a tv and then it's literally just supposed to be funny but like people and audiences have broken it down to be like the liberation of the asian man and like its sexuality it's mm. like they've they've put on a, a separate meaning on their own videos, which is like really interesting to think about. That like you can just make things and people put their own meaning on it. Yeah, because I I think a lot of people they weren't they probably weren't present. Do, you know they're not present during your creative process, so they're probably gonna not uh, not not know what your what mindset you were in when you're creating shit. So yeah. like they're they're obviously gonna you know whatever is relatable to them or whatever experiences they can draw like use to relate to that they're gonna that's how they're gonna build their opinion on it people just like to make things deeper than they actually are yeah oh that, yeah and, for sure and i feel like a lot of people a lot of companies don't give audiences that that much credit mm. it's like they want you the companies think they want you to explain everything to the audience where the audience can actually like make up their own opinions and i think that's what's fun sometimes though is you don't there's stuff you're like that's so from the left field like you don't even know what they're talking about or anything <laughs> sorry just had an interruption you know we didn't pay our studio bills this month that was our landlord is <laughs> coming in check on us <laughs> sorry what were you saying <laughs> something about the audience yeah. Yeah, like, the audience is just going to come up with all this crazy stuff that you wouldn't even expect, that you wouldn't even have thought of while you were writing something or producing something. Mm -hmm. I think that's what kind of gives, makes it more exciting and interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I feel like I need to get into this because I have a lot to say, and we don't have a lot of time. So, do you want to explain to them what the movie's about, just in case, like, as a refresher? Just, like, explain what it's about. So, I'm going to pull up the actual synopsis, bro. Yeah. Uh, of uh, the movie. The... I will say this. Uh, if you're going to go watch this movie, go into it with an open mind, for sure. Because uh, there's some scenes in this that are, like, kind of weird. And it might turn you off from the movie, but don't let that... Like, just watch it all the way through. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, it's definitely... Go into it without any expectations at all. Yeah, because I, I think, like, normally for movies and stuff, I like watching trailers and trying to figure out, like, what the fuck is the story and all that. Mm -hmm. But for this one, I watched, I think, the trail. I watched two trailers. Uh, one was, like, months and months ago, I mm -hmm. think, with you. And then the one when we went to watch Batman. Uh, the trailer played yeah. before it, and that was it. To be fair, though, the trailer, the trailers for this movie are kind of vague. I know? like that. Yeah. Because even the one that I did see, like... What I saw was not what I expected. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and what you saw was not what the movie was. It feels yeah. Like. yeah. No. They did a really no. good job with the trailer, though. Like, the trailer, like, definitely made you interested, mm -hmm. but didn't give away the story at all. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. uh, so here's the, um, I guess... The, this Real quick. Be Before I... When I saw the trailer, I thought it was going to be a Marvel movie. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? It, this is a prequel to Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah. If you know, you know. Yo, that's funny you say that, because I was before... I was also, like, looking into the movie before it came out. Um, 
and I was on Google and I typed in everything everywhere all at once. And you know, like if you scroll down a bit, it says people also ask. Mm-hmm. And then like there's different lines or like people have typed in. Mm-hmm. Another one, one of the other ones was, is this, is everything everywhere all at once a Marvel movie? Really? Yeah. So apparently huh. a lot of people thought that. It wasn't just me then. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can see why. The Yeah. But it's all right. Uh, so I guess this would be the log line or synopsis of the movie. Um, when an interdimensional rupture unravels reality, an unlikely hero must channel her newfound powers to fight bizarre and bewildering dangers from the multiverse as the fate of the world hangs in the balance. Yes. Uh, so super that, vague. Super vague. What? Super what? Vague. Super vague. Uh, whatever. So spoilers. Oh yeah, spoiler uh, alert. Hit the, this hit, is the a... hit the thing. That, that one? You can hit any of them. <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um okay. So I I have I have things I'm going to read because I've typed in my notes and I just want to get your guys' feedback on like what you thought about the movie also. Um and just like if you picked up on the things I picked up on, and yeah. if you picked up on things that I didn't pick up on, bet. So that'll be fun. Okay. How many times did you watch it? Three times or twice? Seven. Twice. Twice. I am planning on going a third time. Boom! Oh shit! Twice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's a regular. You know, it's a regular art school topic, man. It's a special episode, by the way. Like this might be the last episode. It's definitely the first episode in over a year. Yeah. This so. might be the last episode in this universe. I feel like you guys say that after. Welcome back after so many months. So, so It's because we, we, st- <laughs> we stopped. Every stop. time you guys record, it says that. We stopped doing it because of COVID. And <laughs> we can't even blame the pandemic anymore because we've like, had time to record. Yeah. Like, we just are focusing on other things, which we might make a podcast about. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, no That's promises. a. Huh? I said no promises. Yeah, no promises. Yeah, because we might not even we might fail. I mean, we barely told anyone, so it's fine. It's we, right. we don't have anything to like, anything to prove yet. It's true. My thoughts on uh, everything, everywhere, all at once is I have a I have a little little bit that I want to read. Um, read it. It's a it's a maximalist manifesto for surviving the daily noise of life. Too many big words. Uh, it's a big data approach on myth making. Uh, it's getting caught of hand. Uh, a post genre deconstruction of traditional narrative storytelling. That's wild. Uh, it's a film about circles. I'm not sure if you guys have picked up on that. I like triangles. <laughs> <laughs> Metaphorically, in the generational trauma, it makes a commentary on the visual in a way that is framed in such a way that I think re energizes the the term cinema mm, it's like viewing life through ray-bans <laughs> <laughs> so circles in the movie um circle plays a big part in just the overall visual like style mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there's the the dryers the mirrors the bagel and the googly eyes they're all circular mm-hmm. and uh that circle receipt that's drawn by deidre mm-hmm. um I think is is really it's a really cool design choice to keep everything in a zone Mm -hmm. when they're like expanding on such big topics yeah she did a good job by the way uh uh jamie lee curtis right yeah 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 Yeah, she she... have you seen her instagram 
No. She, she Instagram's like a mom. Really? Isn't it's she a, a mom? I think she's a mom. Yeah. She posts like every three hours and it's random things. Oh. She's <laughs> just like like super like uh, sporadic? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, she, she did a good job in the movie. I, I liked her character. Kind of creeped me out. Uh when she turned when she was like the her bad self mm-hmm. but it it was cool she did a good job i was not expecting her to be like that like i didn't know i didn't think her character was going to be like that no yeah i thought her character like when they first introduced her i was like oh okay she just got a cameo as an accountant like or whatever but yeah no surprised me i don't know how to see my problem now is i don't know how to make this into a podcast where i also include you guys because this is, this is just me I mean, but reading like, things I wrote. But think about it. Your name is on the podcast. We're just two other people. That's true. Studio's falling apart, guys. Like, I want to re- read what I wrote, but I also feel like that doesn't work on, on what we're doing now. Just read it. Just read it. It's been a long time since uh, I've had such a unique theatrical experience. Mm-hmm. Beyond all the insane and absurd imagery in the movie... The real story is just about a family. Like, the core idea is just family. And um, I really like that and how it breaks generational trauma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It tackles generational trauma in such a way that makes it feel more relatable mm-hmm. and easy to understand. Because I feel like a lot of people have generational trauma, but maybe people don't realize that they do have generational trauma. Yes. And um, this movie sort of unpacks all the forms that can manifest. Um, And there's a lot of chatter about this movie being perfect. And I played into that. It is a hyperbole. I I do want to say that it's not a perfect movie. I will say that. I'm going to get hate. It's a 9.9 out of 10. But I am willing to call it a perfect movie just because of how much it tackles and what it accomplishes. Mm Mm-hmm. in a runtime that doesn't go over three hours, which is insane. Yeah. Considering they, they there's seven movies in this movie, yeah, and there's three parts to yeah, it. Yeah, they definitely could have made this thing longer. I'm glad they didn't. It, mm-hmm. it felt just right. It didn't mm-hmm. feel too long. It didn't feel too short. Um, there was <laughs> there was that. No one walked out in our theater when they uh, after the at the end of part one. Mm-hmm. Where it said the end on the screen. Mm-hmm. No one walked out, but... Yeah, so my first screening, uh, the end popped up, the the title card. And the <laughs> dude behind me walked, stood up, walked in front of me, and you know, like, to where you would exit, there's, like, that little hallway. Mm-hmm. So he was, he was walking down there, and then the movie, like, came back on, and he was just standing there for, like, two <laughs> minutes. Because he was like, is it... Is like end credit scenes or what is yeah, this? Yeah, <laughs> like what is this? So like after like two minutes of the movie continuing, he like made his way back <laughs> to a seat, but you could tell he was so embarrassed. <laughs> I don't blame him too because like for a split second, I was like, yo, that's it? So what after, happened? oops, I just dropped my googly eye. After the, the very end, the all at once, I sat there and I was like, wait, that was it? That was the end? Because I missed... I, I don't know. I blinked or something. And I missed the part where it said all at once. And then once well, we yeah, left... She didn't realize when part see, three started. You didn't see part three? Yeah. yeah. So when we left, I was like, did it even say that? I'm so confused. Yeah. It did. So definitely... That's why I need to watch this again. it again. Yes. Absolutely. But, but I will say this. The opening scene 
like soon as they started that shit, I knew it was gonna be a banger because they did the, with the mirror shot. Banger! I oh. loved the mirror shot. That was really the good. mirror shot. Yeah. Mirrors plays a huge part in this movie, and I guess I'll, I can jump into that now. Um, so yeah, in my notes, I said the opening shot is one of my favorites. Yes, sir. Um, but I only learned to appreciate it beyond its aesthetic the second viewing, because I'm not sure what you guys got from it. I'm interested to see what you guys like when you first saw it. Got my money's since worth. You, since you've only seen it once. Yeah. What did you take away from that opening shot? Like, like was it mean? just pretty? Or like, yeah, did it mean anything? Yeah, aesthetically it looked nice. Yeah. And, I, and I think like it, so like in the beginning, it showed them having a good time as a family. Mm-hmm. And I think this, when it flipped, it was kind of like dark and empty in that room. Uh, and then I think it then it did another jump into, where did it go? It went, yeah, because it was them watching a movie or something as like a happy family. Mm-hmm. And there was no karaoke. Yeah, and then it, um, then it switched into like a dark, the the empty living room, mm-hmm. and then it switched again into the, the table where she's doing her taxes. I think right. I'm I'm simply talking about the opening shot, when they're doing yeah. karaoke. Oh, just, just that just first that part? shot. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. I think it just aesthetically looked nice. I didn't really think too much into it. Mm, okay. I think that's the same for me. I didn't really think much into it. Same. Oh, okay, cool. Happy family. Same. But on the second viewing, totally different. Yeah, because you experienced the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, so it made sense. Um, do I want to rob you of that experience? Yes. Yeah. I will. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, in the first viewing, it's just like a reflection of the family doing karaoke, and they're all happy. Um, but on my second viewing, uh, I realized how important mirrors play, how important of a role mirrors played in the movie and mm-hmm. theme. And I got to thinking about, like, why would they open with this shot? And I sort of got the idea that maybe the camera or the mirror isn't a mirror, but rather a look into another universe. Mm. And that that's like the ideal universe where they're all happy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like rather than it being a mirror, it's just like a like a gateway. Yeah. Into. Yeah. Okay. Because we do pass through a, that. Yeah, mirror. we do. Yeah, yeah, we do. So I, I, I think that's really interesting to think about that, like on a second viewing, it's not it's not the family we're following. It's a different family from a different universe. That makes sense because they seem like a very happy family together. Yeah. And they were not. No. They they had problems. I wouldn't say... Would they be unhappy? Y- yeah. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I-, I would say so. Okay. Uh, it's so weird reading this because I feel weird just reading it and you guys like not partaking in it well you're supposed to you're supposed to uh read it and then involve us by asking no, it's questions it's been so it's been so long since i've been in front of a mic so it's, i can't do this dude this is the worst podcast episode ever i will just read it and then you guys can pitch in no read read no read everything from start to finish all seven pages of that <laughs> it breaks the stereotypes of uh asian characters in cinema because it starts out with like perceived stereotypes yes, sir. Mm-hmm. but quickly morphs into something bigger um when we come down from the ride we don't see these people as stereotypes anymore but they're real full people mm-hmm. like full-fledged people mm-hmm. rather than characters that yeah it's not just like an asian person yeah yeah um and it's not really a complicated movie to follow surprisingly um yeah i thought the the multiverse aspect of it was gonna confuse me it didn't didn't really. No. Like it was easy. Yeah. I, I know the concept was really cool. 
and that's just another like that's like a testament to like how well the Daniels have crafted the story mm-hmm. it's like make it seem easy to follow this concept of verse jumping yeah and yeah and it was really cool how they went about that shit like you had to do something that would lead you into like a sequence of events or whatever in that time in that universe mm-hmm. to give you access to that person's abilities or whatever yeah um it's definitely dr strange prequel bro okay. i'm i'm so ready for marvel fans and a24 fans to like argue on twitter it's like a hunger game style it's gonna be the worst time to be on twitter true you know where i stand dr strange baby yeah same (laughs) (laughs) um okay so um in the core of it it's about a family an immigrant family who who owns a struggling business uh who has a first generation child uh that struggles to communicate in a native language and the parents are having trouble communicating with each other Uh Mm -hmm. um and they're also seeking approval from their own parents so again Mm -hmm. it's like that whole cyclical idea and Mm -hmm. generational trauma um i will skip to a part so it's not boring to everyone because this seems like just more technical stuff that i feel like people don't really care about i'll talk about language um i want to talk to you guys about language a lot of communication issues in this movie just like this podcast what did you think about um i think we have a pretty good understanding of switching languages at home because yeah. we do that. Do it all right. the time. Um, I'm not sure how well, like people, like one language. What do you call those people? Monolingual. Yeah, just lingual. Lingual. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much they they appreciate, sort of the back and forth because, mm. um, I feel like even like you said, I'm not sure if you caught on. That there was three languages spoken in this movie, not just. Oh, two. we talked about that afterwards because I told you I couldn't tell the difference between yeah. Mandarin and Cantonese. So there's Mandarin and Cantonese. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not just Chinese. So one of the most genius things that this movie does is um, it takes language that's already a very generational fault line mm-hmm. um, and neatly aligns it precisely to represent the worldview of each character. Mm-hmm. So Joy speaks English predominantly but struggles to speak Mandarin yet understands Cantonese. Evelyn and Wayman speak a mixture of Mandarin and English with each other, and Evelyn and Gonggong speak Cantonese to each other even though Gonggong understands Mandarin. So, yeah, that's kind of weird, isn't uh, you Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, isn't Mandarin and Cantonese spoken in different parts of China? So, like... I don't you know don't really hear about people mixing the two, right? No. Well, I'm sure they do. Yeah, cuz it's sure it, they it's but it's still a different language. So that that kind of that kind of confused me. Yeah. Like why they would be speaking two different languages. I I think it's because it's it's sep- it separates the characters. I was going to say is this supposed to be like how that's separating Evelyn and Joy? Is that the way of them separating Evelyn and Yeah. It yeah. separates Evelyn and Joy. It separates Evelyn and Gong Gong. Mm-hmm. And it separates Waymond from Evelyn. I don't know. It's just <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre. Just, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, also, another thing. Yeah. Fucking hell, so much shit in here. It's um, a good movie. I want to get to the Wong part. How do you guys pronounce their last name? Who's the family? 
I don't even fucking remember what their last name was, to be honest. What was it? Look it up. Man, I gotta get on my phone. I know, shit. we'll have to find the one. The one. Hold on. Let me see this shit. Uh, so, what was her name? Was Evelyn. Evelyn Kwan. Kwan? Yeah, it says Evelyn Kwan Wang. Oh, interesting. You, you, are you, you're talking about their name in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, she's Malaysian? Yeah. Oh, did not know that. Shout out to her. Oh, she gonna be in the new Avatar? Yeah. Wow. Oh, she's also gonna be in Minions. Rise of Gru. Nice. Also in the third Avatar. Apparently that's getting made. Yeah, there's like four Avatars. Wow, right? what the fuck? She's in a few animated movies as a voice actor. Shout out to uh, Michelle Yeoh. I can't find this thing. What were you trying to find? The pronunciation. Because it's not pronounced Wang, by the way. What, what would it be pronounced? So it's pronounced Wang. Oh, okay. Um, Wang and Wang are the same in Chinese. Okay. Yeah. So basically, um, Deidre says Wang, and everyone says Wang. But Becky says Wong, and that's a subtle nod to how Becky is in the inner circle and how sort of people who care about the Wongs say make, Wong, make but it an people effort. who don't say, who don't care about the Wangs say Wang. Yeah, I definitely did not notice this at all. Yeah, no. I gotta watch this movie again, bro. There's so much. I feel, I feel like, horrible I, just reading everything. I feel like I missed, I, did, I, I feel like I watched a different movie. <laughs> yeah. What did you guys think about the bagel? It was an interesting concept. I, I liked her. I liked her uh, speech on it, though. Uh, she, how she was talking about, it, she put uh, got a bagel and put everything on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like me realizing afterwards, like an everything bagel is just poppy seeds, sesame seeds, and salt. Yeah. And onion. Yeah. I was like, wow, it's not really everything. That is one of my favorite lines. Is when she breaks down what the yeah. bagel is. It was really it's cool. Such a good line. And the the visual look of the bagel was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the bagel, um, the bagel and the googly eye play yin and yang symbols in the movie okay so in the bagel it's all black Mm -hmm. with like a light center whereas Mm -hmm. the googly eye is all white with a black center Mm -hmm. represents both sides of like your perception of like how to live life you can be a nihilist or you could be like positive about life yeah Mm -hmm. be kind um yeah so i think that's also a really interesting idea to explore because waymond is such an interesting character to embody that side I loved his character. Why we're not? Why are we whispering? Because he's so kind. He is. Be kind. I just want to give him a big hug. He is so well realized, um, and like, I think it goes against a lot of like immigrant fathers, like sort of personality. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You sort of expect the dad to be the more domineering. But I think that's also like, um, mm, like that's like one of the stereotypes in a lot of Asian households, I guess. Like the dad is like a very like, I don't know, scary presence. He's in charge. Yeah, and- type mm-hmm. situation. But even like some Asian households, like the mom is like the, the whole tiger mom stereotype. Yeah. So, yeah, but like neither of them had that like that vibe. I feel like, like she wasn't really a tiger mom. No, she wasn't. She yeah. just um, didn't take the time to listen to her daughter. Yeah, I, I think... Like, or her I, husband. Or yeah. her husband. Yeah, I 
feel like she was more I wouldn't say I don't know if selfish is the right word but just trying to focus on her own shit yeah I was gonna I think she was focused on making everything right for her family not realizing it was doing the complete opposite right yeah that's a good way of looking at it I'm overwhelmed there's too much by my notes and I kind of don't want to read it anymore it just just I think we should just talk about the movie just freestyle it I'm just gonna free because look at how insane I am (laughs) this is why rappers don't write anymore absolutely insane yeah that's why rappers don't write anymore (sighs) okay Let's go from the beginning. All right. What happened? They walk into the IRS building. They do it. And then what happens? They didn't pay their taxes. They didn't pay their taxes. Oh, no. They, they were, were trying like to committing fraud and shit. Yeah. They're trying to write off the karaoke machine. They were. Yeah. I, I, I like I liked that. The uh, All the things she was writing off was like things that she wished she could she did in other yeah. universes. Yeah. That was really cool. That was really cool. Speaking yeah. of other universes, what do you guys think about the movies? the many movies in the movie of of like the other verses like yeah, yeah. They were so cool. there was they were like rec- for how how do i break this down for the short amount of time they had to break down for each to fit everything in whatever they did fit in they did an incredible job with mm-hmm. yeah there was yeah. a lot of information in just those small bits yeah I feel like I wish they I, I got more of the Alphaverse because I, I I was very curious. Did about you it. like the Alphaverse? Yeah. I feel like that was the one I was least interested. In. I would because that's the the reason shit started. So. Did you did you want to see like her experimenting on that? Yeah, joy? I wanted to see more of that and then more of that interaction with Joy and that universe's Evelyn. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would have that would have been nice, but it was not necessary. It's not necessary. It just, and I feel like they yeah. might have ex- expanded on that in the full cut, but they just, like, trimmed it down. Yeah, yeah I mean, it would be nice if we got, like, a, a short just about, like, each universes. Mm-hmm. Like, an expanded version of what was in the movie. Mm-hmm. If they did small, like, 15, 20-minute shorts. I doubt they would do that, though, but... It'd be cool if, they, if there was, like, um like a box set, like, when they release it on, yeah. like, Blu-ray. They had, like, the full mini short films. Yeah, A24, if you're hearing this, hire us for your marketing team. We will make you billions of dollars. Might be genius. Like, we... Side note, we are marketing geniuses, bro. <laughs> the ideas on ideas. And we just giving them out for free. Yeah. Now, we need to start taxing you motherfuckers for this, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, back so to... The fir- so the movies... Um, I What I took away from them was... Um, Beyond just like being fun and funny and just like the different aspects of Evelyn, it's it's sort of places where Evelyn learns to be more accepting as a person. Mm-hmm. So, for example, in the hot dog universe, mm-hmm. uh, she plays or she is in a same sex marriage mm-hmm. or relationship. And that's one of the things that Joy or that Evelyn sort of doesn't accept about Joy. Right. And towards the end of it, she sort of understands that, like, love is love. And, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no matter who you love, it's it's the same thing. That hot dog shit was kind of weird, though. I ain't gonna lie. I don't understand the condiments part. Is that them, like... Yeah. Okay. I feel... There has to be. What else is that gonna be? No, but that, is, that, is that coming from their hot dogs? Or is that coming from their mouths? I mean, either or. I'm confused. There's one thing I want to ask you You think about. it was Heinz? I hope so. That's the good shit. You think it was Heinz ketchup and French's mustard? Mixing it up? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way to go, right? 
I don't know. You don't use Heinz. I never had Heinz mustard, so I can't speak to its. Uh, I barely have ketchup, taste. honestly. Yeah, ketchup's not a big thing. The only reason we have ketchup in this house is. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but mustard is my one of my vices. I ain't gonna lie. What did you think about that drama TV scene that keeps showing up in every universe? Oh, that's that one Indian thing lady I and did the white dude? not understand at all. I did not get that at all either. But yeah, I remember when weird. I first saw it on TV and I was like, oh, cool. They got an Indian person on here. But then <laughs> as like things changed, like I, on, I honestly did not get it. I don't know. Yeah, because they kept showing it in fucking I don't know the purpose every, of it. every, I think, universe, right? I don't get it. Yeah, somebody, somebody in the comments, uh, or comments, <laughs> so fucking YouTube video, somebody explain this to us. <laughs> Because that really bothers me. I feel like I've got... I feel like I understood the movie. You did, you did. But that scene, I just don't get it. Like, I was talking to Jasper and I was like... It made me think of Bridgerton. I've never seen Bridgerton. It's stupid. Don't don't waste your time. (laughs) So I was talking to the other guy. And I was was talking to him about, like, maybe it's, like, the ideal version of, like, love. But that doesn't really make that much sense. Or, like, romance. Like, courtship. Yeah, like what you see on TV is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Is that, yeah? But I don't understand why they kept cut. Like, it seemed way more important than at least what I took away it was, from it. Yeah, it was shown a lot. It wasn't just like it was in the beginning scene and that was yeah. it. They, like, adapted it to each of the universes. Mm-hmm. So so the movie is breaking up, broken up into three parts, right? Yeah, there. What do you think about that? That was cool. I like it. I, I feel like... Very constructive. Thank you. Okay, so part one... <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna expand on it I like it I thought it was cool It was tight You know You know Adjectives um, I It definitely There was a lot of tonal shifts When the the I guess the Parts changed Or whatever mm-hmm. And it felt like A new movie had started Cause Things really felt different uh, Again I need to watch this again Cause I feel like I definitely missed stuff But the when part one ended and you see her laying there on the ground i and it it was like kind of like um the old the evelyn of that universe like her her character dying but like her her beliefs changing i guess it was like a symbol of like her beliefs changing going forward like the old evelyn has died and the new evelyn is uh, being born type situation but because like she really changed that after that i feel like or yeah. she was in the process of changing yeah yeah uh parts one and two are full three-act structures in them- themselves those are full movies yeah yeah that's what it feels like it feels like they're different the beginnings of the end the each th- each part feels like a different movie put together yeah yeah um but i think the craziest part is how part two is all climax it's all at a hundred <laughs> that oh, whole part two yeah, is just bro. like yeah up here because like, in terms of like storytelling and like yeah. tone and levels because part one was gradually taking you up yeah and then it like leaves you at the cl- it was like a cliffhanger you know yeah. type situation and then boom zero to 100 real quick they throw everything at you in part two yeah literally yeah they make you cry over rocks <laughs> Yeah, dude, that, that was, was, that was my cool favorite scene in the whole movie. Excuse me. I love the rock scene. So good. It was so. I don't know what it was. Like, you would think something's. Like, how is something so simple yeah. when there's so much going on in that movie? But yeah. I think that's exactly 
why is because there's so much going on and once they show the rock scene it just you kind of just step back yeah yeah that was the nice part about that like it, yeah there was a lot of chaos happening and then it was just that it was quiet yeah it no, was no music it really was nice. just subtitles i was kind of scared to eat my popcorn because of the crunchy sound <laughs> like it was that quiet in the fucking theater bro there was one line in there and i've been trying to find it because i couldn't remember what it was but it was so good but it was something it. i can't remember what it was i memorized the whole movie just say it. yeah <laughs> something um about being small and then stupid but <gasps> i don't remember oh, that it, exact it, that line. line about us being all pieces of shit yes yeah but there was more to it this man tweeted it yeah did you i did dude he tweeted the entire screenplay (laughs) i have the 2017 draft of it fun fact you don't know this uh jackie chan was supposed to be the lead it was flipped so it was um it was jackie and winona instead of evelyn and waymond and jackie was supposed to be the main dude and winona was still played by uh by michelle yeo yeah Mm -hmm. but she was playing the waymond character i'd like to see a version of that movie i think it'd be cool I'm kind. Of, I'm glad they did it the way they did, though. Yeah, Michelle. Because so I, because yeah. then again, it goes back to the male being the dominant one and trying to. Well, I think keep like, everything together. The, I watched an interview with her, and I think it was oh, man, she because Michelle Yeoh is like a pretty big like martial art mar- martial artist. She was in a lot of martial arts films. Legend. Yeah, and I think when she got her start, uh, I don't, I can't remember if it was Jackie or another art uh, actor. But they wouldn't let her do, like, stunts. Hmm. And I think... And then Jackie said that, like... I don't know if it was Jackie or not, but whoever she was talking to said that they wouldn't let let her do her own stunts and shit was because of... Um, they, like, care for them. They don't yeah. want them to get hurt and shit. But she was like, fuck it, dude, let me try it. Yeah. And then they let her, and she fucking bodied that shit. Because yeah. I think... what So what it was, a crouching tiger, hidden dragon... That was our big break. That Western. was her. Yeah, was big Western out break. here that like revolutionized like martial arts movies out here. I guess not in Asia. It was probably because that was a really it wasn't like a crazy one in Asia. I think, but no, out apparently here, it was lo- it was like an indie movie. Like I I, lo- yeah. I learned that recently. She was like because it was in Jesus and Mero. Yeah, yeah, that's it was there. Yeah. It was there. Her yeah. interview with them and one of the dudes was like yo that must have been like a huge budget right and she was like no that was an indie movie yeah because like f- out here when I, I don't know if you've seen it i don't think you've seen I don't it think I have. but i remember my cousin put me on to like those types of like old movies the martial arts movies like that uh and wu-tang clan but like that movie didn't feel low budget no yeah but apparently it was yeah which is crazy and that's like a testament to like her skills too like she's badass, bro. I don't. Th- yeah. I don't think a lot of people. A lot of people didn't realize like how much of a legend she is in the martial arts world. No. Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of people. Maybe a lot of people who aren't big martial arts fans probably first saw her in like Crazy Rich Asians. I still haven't seen if, that. If they've yeah. seen that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of nice how they brought in like her life outside of the movie into the movie. Yeah. Like yeah. with the whole. Um, when she's at the movie premiere, walking down the red carpet. Yeah, they use like old footage from yes. like her real life. Yes. Yeah, yeah that was kind of cool. That was one of my favorite universes, the Wong Kar Wai universe. Yeah, uh, my boy Wayman glued the fuck up though, Dude. bro. <laughs> Wayman, the glow up was real. Like he owned that. He was the, I don't know. He's my favorite character in the whole movie. I wouldn't even consider him like as like a supporting actor, but I consider this motherfucker a lead. I think he is my favorite also. Like it was he, it was either him or 
Stephanie Shu, the girl played Joy. Yeah. But I feel like Wayman's probably like the better. Dude, he mm-hmm. was a real one. Like he held it down. Like even though he was gonna do the divorce thing, like he didn't want to. Yeah, it was just a way to like slow her down. Yeah. <laughs> just like, so, like, yo, we need to talk. Yeah, yeah, like he he was he was a real one. Uh, every universe I feel like the Wayman was was dope. Yeah. Uh, especially in the It was kind of consistent, right? Like Yeah, he yeah, his character stayed he was just a nice dude. He was kind. Yeah. He, was, like, he wanted the best for his family. Mm-hmm. In every universe, I feel like. Yeah. And Evelyn in every universe was kind of the same, too, honestly. She still is kind of, like, selfish and... Excuse me. I, I don't even know if selfish I don't, is Yeah, right I was going to say, I don't know if selfish is but the she right was word. Like, I don't know. She looked... She cared too much. Fuck, I don't even know how to put this to words now. I feel like... She definitely was a little overbearing, I guess, on mm-hmm. things with her kids. But, like, she also, she thought, she she neglected others, I guess, I feel an, like. Yeah. An interesting yeah. universe that we got glimpses of, but wasn't really a major point, was um, when she was an opera singer, or, like, mm-hmm. a traditional singer. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. And that was, uh, that was the universe where she did everything to please her dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she lost her sight. She lost basically everything just so... Oh, yeah, she went blind, yeah. She would, be, she would like, be under her dad's, like, good graces. Which yeah, is, yeah. like, an interesting thing to think about. It's right. like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Someone who's young and wants to, like, ple- be, like, in the good graces of your parents. It's like, yeah. you doesn't lost mean everything. It's always, yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean it's always going to be the best thing for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So her. I, ha- I have, the, have the rock one. I can read you that. You do? Okay. Yeah. It's this one, I assume. For most of our history, we knew the Earth was the center of the universe. It's not that? No. There's... It was like the stupidest, simple line. It was probably that, but the rest of it. Oh, what was it? It was definitely that. Oh! Keep talking. I have it. It's in my notes. What are we going to talk about? It's in my notes. At what point did you cry? I did not... I think I... Might have teared up, but I did not cry at all. I know this fool let down a tear. Show, I did. The, show the picture. I'm pulling up. Yeah. <laughs> the man fucking fat tear. Like a fat tear just down his cheek, bro. Which eye was it? Left eye? Left. Yeah. That's a real one. That's a thug cry. I teared up at the rock scene, but what made me like actually like tears come down end. my face? It's the end. Is the very the, end? Is it the very end? No, it was um, Waymond. Waymond? Waymond? When you said be kind. It was when he was like standing, finally standing up for himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was a good one. Yeah. I think I, uh, I think I, uh, I almost cried when I saw that burnt ass bagel. Of all the places I could be, why would I want to be here with you? No. What? She, she watched. Oh, yes, fine. yes, you're right. It doesn't make sense. Maybe it's like you said. Maybe there's something out there, some new discovery that will make us feel like even smaller pieces of shit. Yes. Something you. that explains. Why you went looking for me through all of this noise, and why no matter what, I still want to be here with you. I will always, always want to be here with you. <laughs> I that. love that. All of it. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, Joy's real name? Is Stephanie? Yeah. Uh, I forget her last name. Shoot. But, huh? Shoot. Shoot. Yeah, she did a really good job. Um, apparently, that was supposed to be Aquafina, and yeah. people were like really glad that it wasn't. Could I you imagine? That would be. It would be a different movie. Uh, but Stephanie killed that shit. Like. I feel like she probably had one of the harder roles, cause the she her range was incredible in this. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, cause she her character like flips, being like 
serious and also like being quirky like yeah. really quickly mm-hmm. she really good villain yeah um and a villain that you cared for that's the shit i like like a villain that you're kind of i, I wouldn't say rooting for but you're like you get it mm-hmm. you understand you they have a, like they're not just doing shit to like be bad mm-hmm. like there's a there's a reasoning behind it yeah i thought i thought that was cool um the uh I know a lot of people. I don't. I don't know if there's a lot of people, but some people on Letterbox were saying that the uh, the IRS scene dragged on too long. Like they stayed in the IRS building for way too long for all the fight scenes and stuff, and it got kind of boring. I I kind of agree with it, but like the fight scenes were so good that I didn't even. Well, it's, it was a twenty five million dollar picture. So, yeah, like they used the IRS like perfectly. I think. Yeah, and, and like yeah, like I said, and the fight scenes were so well choreographed also, that I, I didn't even care. Also, I think further reinforces the idea of again it's like taxes and laundry those are the two themes in this movie that keep coming back and it's both of those things are obligatory you have to do them the and they're two. cyclical you have to keep doing them right. so again it's like this it's the cycle. duality of man it's like everything is a cycle <laughs> right. bro i didn't yeah. even think about the laundry part like that that's such a good point yeah, yeah they had like a lot of a lot of shots of the machine spinning and shit yeah. like that yeah circles bro uh, don't pay your taxes bro I, then you turn out to be like Evelyn. Hey, maybe some people want that. Who are you to get in between that? One thing I really liked was that scene when um, Deirdre is showing off her awards. Yeah. And you know, like you're thinking that they look funny and then there's something to it, but it doesn't come back till like closer to the end. So homie yeah. puts it in I his ass. loved that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I loved how. I love how they brought that back. I love how for those two dudes to get access to the universe to where they're like insanely talented fighters was to put shit in their ass. Yeah. Like for both of them. For both of them. And the other dude had a huge trophy. Yeah. And it was just sticking up there the whole time. That was. As they were fighting, all I could see was like bouncing around (laughs) and it was hilarious. There there is an actual film term for like that type of gag. It's Mm -hmm. called Chekhov's gun. And um, uh, I feel like I've heard of this. Chekhov's gun is like you introduce something in a movie. If you cut to it, or like if a character like pauses on it, mm-hmm. it needs to be used. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the idea that a butt plug is Chekhov's gun in this mm-hmm. movie is so <laughs> <laughs> insane. I, okay, so which fight scene was your favorite? Probably uh, when Wayman first took on the guards. That shit was fire. It reminded me of. Uh, it felt very Matrixy. Yeah. When they were trying to get Neo out of, uh, uh, like the office, um, I thought that shit was tight. And then the I the scene that I I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but I really liked it, was when they first introduced uh, Evil uh, Joy. Mm-hmm. Or uh, to, uh, Jobu Tupac. Yeah, uh, that one. Juju Chewbacca. Yeah, that one. Juju Tubuti. Yeah, that one. Marble red tobacco, <laughs> whatever it was. Uh, that shit was tight. Like the way she was switching yeah. uh, the universes, cool. the way they they shot that was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah the Rakakuni part was. Rakakuni. Did you guys catch the director's cameos? Because they were in the movie. I don't even know what they look like to be honest. Uh, so the dude that was in the sex dungeon. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was the, that's Daniel? one of the Daniels. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, that was a weird. Scene. He got like spanked at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a. Weird that was one of the directors, 
and the other director was um he he was the first dude that got sucked into the bagel at the end okay he's like "Ah." he's the korean dude right yeah yeah i think he's korean no he might be chinese oh i'm not sure wait what's his last name kwan k or q k but it's K-W-N, I think. I think that's Korean, right? Kwan. No, 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 that, that no, because be it's Kwan. Yeah, it might be Chinese, yeah. Yeah. Have you, guys see, have you guys seen the... Yeah, apologies. <laughs> have you guys seen the uh, the Chinese, like, the the title in China for what it's called? Mm-mm. So it got a major... It got the release there, like, I think in, in a few months. No, in a couple weeks, it's going to be out there. Um but the Hong Kong title is Weird Woman Warrior Fucks Around and Saves the Universe. Of course. What? Yeah. And um, in mainland China, it's called In an Instant, the Entire Universe. But in Taiwan, it's called So Many Fucking Universes. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Do, do you know uh, this dude, uh, the Daniels, um, or one of the Daniels, the... Uh, Sh- Shiner? Shiner, yeah. He has a... a film called the death of dick long i don't know if you ever seen, seen it. it is it good uh, the fucking cover is insane <laughs> it's it's like a c tier a24 movie oh gotcha gotcha yeah. it's a regular pause got a segue bro i know i want to talk about shit i want to like written down but it seems too just say it. no it's too pretentious now i feel self-conscious and i don't want to do that <laughs> we're only doing this because you wanted to do it i know but like now being in the room with you guys i feel really bad to when, say this. so when um evelyn mm-hmm. every time wayman was talking to someone to make things better so there was like when she he was talking to deirdre about the taxes and then he also talked to um her again after that scene in the laundromat mm-hmm. for when they were selling what were they celebrating new year right yeah it seemed like it felt it was a weird feeling to me when she would be like oh what did you, what did he say to them or what did he say to her to make things better like mm-hmm. it was like she had no hope in him or like she couldn't yeah. lean on him for support to like be there, mm-hmm. but even though that kind of proved that he's always there and he's always looking out for her, yeah. But she doesn't expect any of that from him. No. I wonder. Wh- I wonder what when that sort of changed from when they first moved to the U.S. Right. And to them being that type of couple, it might just be like the failing. The failing business. The failing business. I feel like. Because it was his idea, right? Yeah. To like, be, to, like, do that laundromat thing. Right. And they're, they're, like, living above it. So I feel like maybe that's when she lost. Um, like, this is my life now. Yeah. Is I live here and I work here. Mm-hmm. And this is my life. This is all that it is. Yeah. And then probably once, um, like, Joy stops listening to her and coming to the house and being around, it probably just made it worse. Exactly. And one of the, I think the culmination of, like, Evelyn's character arc is when she smashes the laundromat windows because mm-hmm. I feel like it sort of represents like her breaking out of her mediocre life and like, like what she was confined to yeah. yeah and that's when she like goes out and talks to Joy mm-hmm. and like she like lets her go mm-hmm. but then she like what does she say she's She's smashing that circle <sighs> that cycle 
Damn. She's breaking it. Kwan could be Chinese or Korean. And I still don't know if he's Korean or Chinese. So we're back to square one. Well, why don't you just look up his name? I did, and there's no... They just say he's American. Because he was born in Massachusetts. I guess that's what matters. Yeah. But that's... uh, That's not Korean. That's not Korean. That's definitely Chinese. Okay. So, yeah. um, Again... We're, we apologize <laughs> if we got this wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to read my notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> this turned out to be something completely different than what I thought it was going to be. Thought, Me I thought, too. I because thought we were going to get a technical breakdown of this movie. Well, I All wanted we to. I is... wanted to, but like, I feel like it's too, it's too like pretentious and I don't want to do that. All right. All right. I can go. publish my notes if you guys want to see them. Just message him. I'm not gonna read him. Fuck, don't message me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. What? uh... I feel like we haven't. We've covered so much yet. We haven't covered anything. Because which is the whole movie. It's a big movie. It's so vague. Is there gonna need to be a part two of this podcast or the movie? This this podcast. No, this is the last episode. This is the last episode ever. Yeah, we're literally gonna delete everything. Okay. It's going into the bagel. I'll I'll post my thoughts on like Instagram or something. I'll put my whole notes up there and people can read it if they want. I I I'm gonna skip through it. Um, just uh, let you know. I mean, we could talk about this off the podcast. Um, the so w- how did you feel about? Um. So th- when when it in parts or part two. When they, what was it? There's one scene I was kind of confused about. Like, I think we had already talked about it. But, like, I think it was in part two when Joy was getting, like, manipulated or, like, getting the test ran on her. I wish, like, that Evelyn, like, we got to see what that Evelyn looked like, really. Because mm-hmm. we didn't really get a glimpse in it. And I was kind of confused on, like, I think I missed this part. I think you explained to me, but, like, why she did that. I think I missed them. Why she did what? uh, Do those tests on her. I think I missed that part in the movie. Well, I think that's just being a parent. You want... It's fucked up, but, like, you want your child to be the best that they... You push your child. Yeah. Wait, what test? I'm so lost. So, the... the, In the Alpha universe, um, you know how... uh, What's the name? Fucking uh, Tobacco um, was created. They ran tests on her to see doing like the multiverse jump shit. Oh. And it pushed her, and that's what caused her to become uh, Chewbacca. Jobu Tupaki. Say it with me. Jobu Tupac? <laughs> yeah. Close enough. There's Nobu Tupac right here, bro. Nobu Tupac. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that part. I was kind of confused. I was like, I wish we got more insight on that, Evelyn. Because I feel like that was a. Uh... Well, also. I- Joy's Jobu's like mission wasn't to kill Evelyn. Yeah, no, no, no. It yeah. wasn't that. It was just yeah. to like make her understand what she felt. Yeah. And how depressed she was. Yeah. And she did that. Yeah. Yeah, it took a lot. But she did it. Yeah. I'll publish my notes. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to put you guys through this because I feel self-conscious about saying all the stuff that I wrote down. Yikes. Well, that's it, folks. <laughs> a recommendation is probably just to watch this movie. Yeah, same, bro. Um, I... You need to watch it in theaters, preferably, because sound is actually really interesting in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like an IRS building when uh, DJ was like, Mrs. Wong, Mrs. Wang, are you listening? And mm-hmm. she shows up in the Jenner's closet. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was really funny. I like that. It's good shit. I like how they had to do like random ass shit to like jump through the jump to jump into the other universe. Yeah. Yeah, the the paper cut thing was fucking I was like, yo, that gotta suck, bro. And then dude had to stick something up his ass and I was like, yo, that's gotta suck even more. Yeah. That that was wild. But like I liked when Evelyn started verse jumping by just doing random shit. Mm-hmm. Like she wasn't even like thinking about it. she was just she doing... just do it yeah 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 that was pretty crazy. Did the you first guys... scene oh sorry. sorry the first scene when um Wayman like s- slowly like opens up the <laughs> chapstick just to take a bite out of it. I think that was a great way to like <laughs> kind of show like what the fuck is happening. Yeah. What is yeah. going on? Yeah. Did you guys catch uh the part where they go into the kung fu universe towards the end of the movie? And, um, like, Joy is walking, it's like, Evelyn's walking backwards and Joy is walking towards her and she cycles through a bunch of weapons. Mm-hmm. One of them's an Oscar. So, oh, really? Yeah. Fucking, what's that called? Foreshadowing? Sure. They, they'll they qualify for the next one, right? They will, but it's so early. Like, movies, like, they come out right after mm-hmm. the Oscars usually, like, are forgotten. And I hope no one forgets that this was great. What, what <laughs> do you think that's, what's going to come, do you know anything that could, that's going to come out that potentially is going to compete? Yeah, like Red Rock or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, everybody knows that one. Um, <laughs> no, fuck, I don't know what's going to come out, Some man. Will Smith movie? It's, yeah. Too bad he won't be able to be there to accept his reward. I mean, Apparently he had, he's being offered a bunch of movies now. Did you guys hear about that? Yeah, he's, he's a offered? great. Yeah, he's a great actor. That's why. I didn't know. He was, I thought people were like backing away from him. No, no, really. bro, embrace that energy. No. Is he gonna be like the villain? Is this this is his villain era now? Yeah, this is his. Uh, I guess so. This is his dark side arc. That's interesting. He turns. He was supposed to bring balance to the force or to Bel Air. <laughs> 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 I I I I like Will Smith movies. What's your favorite? Ooh, uh, probably Hitch. Oh, damn, that's a good one. I always yeah. forget about it, but every time I think about it, it's, it's either Hitch or it's peak Will Smith. Hitch or probably Bad Boys One, but Hitch like Nah, Hitch is better. Hitch is the one. Yeah, I like Bad Boys One, uh, but Hitch, man, there's something about it. He's so smooth with it. Yeah. What's your favorite? I'm gonna say Hitch now because I can't think of any other ones. Oh, there's Hancock. Good. Uh, Pursuit of Happiness. I think that's Chris's favorite Will Smith movie. But Pursuit of Happiness wrong. is definitely mine. Uh, there was uh, Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Is that him? Yeah. What else was he in? Uh, ooh. Damn, he was in a lot of shit, but now I can't remember. Yeah. He was in that weird movie with Jaden, where they're like on Jaden's like a younger version of himself or you know, Will Smith. No, that was his son, After Earth. After Earth, oh, yeah. Um, and then he's in... You have Letterboxd. I don't know why you just keep... I don't know, man. It's, it's nice to refresh my memory like this. But I'm drawing a blank. Thanks for listening to this episode. I'm sorry that I uh, flaked and didn't read my notes. It's a waste of my time. But yeah, I don't uh, know what this was. I feel like we had... There was some some things in there that were, like, interesting. Where is it? Where is it? Where, where, where? You, do you want to read my notes? No. Yeah, see? I mean, I would like... I don't want to read them. I would like for you to... 
mansplain them to me. Exactly. That's what it feels like. I'm just mansplaining the movie, and I don't want to do that. I, I like when you mansplain things to me. Um, I'll mansplain it on Instagram. Uh, you you can mansplain to me all day long, daddy. Uh, that being said, thank you guys for listening to this episode. Catch you fucking never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, this is uh, the end. Uh.